We are young and that is fun and change of tack now away from fun. It's our vet Pete Weatherburn. Good from morning. Brave vet. Good morning. What That's are you really away? mean. What isn't are you it? getting away from fun? Mm. Am I not fun, Dad? Yeah, you are great fun. <laughs> uh, Pete is on TV3 as well and he uh, writes for the Daily Telegraph and he's got a website called PeteTheVet.com. But we like to say him as the, as the vet from County Wicklow in uh, Bravet. So you're very welcome, Pete. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Good uh, to see you. How's Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Um, how is post-Christmas? Uh, we've reading all these things from Dogs Trust about uh, um, pets that were given as presents being returned and I, uh, abandoned yeah. and dreadful things. They had a, a list of excuses people gave for handing in pets they couldn't keep anymore and they were quite bizarre things like, um, you know, he doesn't match the curtains and, um, you know... Um, he smells like a dog. Yes, he smells like <laughs> a dog. That was one of them. <laughs> um, and there's a long list there. And really, um, I suppose the message there for me is, look, do your research before getting a dog. People so often leap into it. Should it not be more difficult to get a dog then? Well, yeah. I mean, like, in, in for example, in, in, in Switzerland now, you have to pass a test, like like a driving, equivalent of a driving test, before getting a dog. You have to actually, um, you know, do an, an exam, a state exam in, in looking after a dog. And, you know, that's taken to, to quite a, a, an extreme level, but there's certainly logic behind that. Um, that would ensure that there were less troubled animals in life, that's for sure. Um, so, that's not going to happen in Ireland, though. Ireland is more of a laissez-faire society. You know, people do what they do and that's it. And the best that we can do is to make sure that people are as educated as possible through things like this radio interview. And the message for people is, don't rush into getting a dog. Think about it beforehand. It's a commitment for 15 years or so. Um, and it's a cost for that length of time as well. And you should write the stuff down. Write down the pros, the 10 good things about having a dog and write down the 10 challenges, things like the cost, the hassle, um, all of those things, possibility of allergies, um, the muck in your house. There's quite a long list of things that are against having a dog and should look at those carefully before just leaping in and getting one. Have you had any contact from people in the practice that are dissatisfied with their pet? or um, we? It does happen from time to time, but the vet wouldn't be the people who would the person people go to when they have that sort of issue, they're much more likely to contact the animal rescue groups that are out there. Um, we would often have to deal with people who have um, mostly behavioural problems with their dogs um, that they find difficult to cope with. Maybe they, you know, maybe they had a dog and then they had children and the dog's not getting on so well with the children and they're worried about that. So we would often have to deal, help try and tackle those sorts of, you know, what are really training problems, you know? Um, and um, sometimes you would help them, sometimes you'd refer them on to people who are specialised um, animal behaviour therapists to help them deal with them. But um, that certainly bad behaviour is a very common reason for people not being able to keep their pets they're not feeling that they can keep their pets and what is it bad behaviour is it inherent in the dog uh, is it it's a part of their it, well, genetics or do they just not know the boundaries and they haven't been trained properly it's a combination but more the latter than the former most bad dog behaviour comes down to humans not knowing how to lay down boundaries for dogs and not tr not spending enough time training dogs um, and not not understanding what's going on you know you can't expect animals to behave like little angels you know they're, they're 
But can you they, teach an old dog new tricks? Absolutely. You definitely can. Um, like, the typical thing would be you might refer a, a dog on to an animal behavioural specialist who would listen to them for an hour and listen to their story and would then give them, like, three printed-out sheets of of detailed, specific information on steps they can take to solve the problem. And, you know, those are the sorts of things that need to be done. There's no shortcut. I'd often have somebody contact me saying, um, my dog just growled at my toddler, what should I do? I mean, it's just... That's, that's the, the growling of the toddler is the very tip of the iceberg. You need to look at the whole lifestyle of the dog and everything that happens to it from the moment it gets up in the morning to when it goes to bed at night. And you, it takes a long time to look at that in detail. And you have to ask the owner, how do they interact with the dog? You know, what happens at feeding time? What sort of exercise? There's a great long list of stuff mm. to be there. Because a lot of dogs, they maybe look out the window or something and they just bark at everybody going by or something. Yeah, well, and if you don't want that to happen, it's not well, just closing the curtains, I suppose, is there? Well, it's, that's, again, that's just like... It's just it's a symptom rather than the cause of what's going on. You need to look at the cause behind the symptom. So if a dog's barking, people are going by, well, what exercise is the dog getting? And um, and did it get a, a, a fright one time from somebody walking by, rapping on the window? You need to look into all that sort of stuff to try and find an answer. So nothing simple about it. But um, like I say, the main message is don't don't just rush in and guess an animal because they are a huge commitment. And um, there's nothing better than the right animal for you in your life. I think it's a, a wonderful asset. And for me, certainly when I go home, meeting the dogs and cats is a great pleasure and I enjoy interacting with them. I enjoy doing my work at the computer at home with a cat curled up on its bed right in front of me to the left of the keyboard. I really like that sort of companionship I get from my animals. But, you know... Um, not everybody does like that sort of thing. So you have to sort out what suits mm. your personality and your own situation. And do animals figure out who's the sort of boss in the house and who's second in command and who's third and, you know... And I, I, I think the old idea about sort of bosses and domination and all that sort of stuff, to some extent those have been put to one side and it's not seen as black and white as that. It's, I would see it more that um, people should treat their pets the same way as they treat children in that you, 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 you um, insist on certain boundaries. So just as you wouldn't... You're, you, you know, your ten-year-old child wouldn't come, wouldn't in the middle of a meal reach over and start eating your food from your plate. Well, neither would your dog jump on the table and start eating food from from, from somebody's plate. You have to have boundaries that the dog knows. Oh, I, I I don't do that, and I don't do that. But it doesn't mean you need to go slapping the dog down or 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 bossing it about or or being unrealistic with expectations for it. You just need to have boundaries that you know and that you stick to. And dogs appreciate that, just as children appreciate having boundaries. It can be challenging at times when you're saying no, so far and no further, as it's challenging with children. You know, children, they want to go further sometimes, but at the same time they do appreciate boundaries. And like I say, so do animals. It right. works well for the long term. New Year resolutions with your pet then? Um, New Year resolutions for your pet. Are you into New Year resolutions, Declan? Right I've known. You have none. <laughs> Except not to make any. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, as well, yet, I, as yet. I guess being from Scotland, I knew resolutions were always a, a thing that I always thought about a lot. Hogmanay is a real big big deal over there. and So I, anyway, for, for pets, I, I think the main thing is give your pet enough exercise because most of us don't. Most of us don't. You should, if you, if you have a dog with a behavioural problem and you go to a specialist, the first thing they're likely to say to you is how much exercise are you giving your dog? And if you're not giving your dog 25 minutes twice a day, then that is likely to be contributing 
to the problem of the, the behavioral problem so simple resolution is exercise your dog 25 minutes twice a day now if you do that 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 if everybody did that a lot of the problems of of training would be solved and really the humans will be fit as well. All right, fair okay. enough. That's uh, great, Pete. You can hear this interview again on Pete's website, which is petethevet.com. That is Pete Weatherburn from Brave Vet. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Declan.